I'm like, whatever, dude. It's a podcast yeah. center, but we'll, we'll take a couple. We'll take it. Um, but all right, this is episode 36 of 100 Podcast. I think this is like, shit, bro. This is like my fourth or fifth podcast in like five or six days. I've been Good for you, bro. busting awesome. them out, man. But yeah. I brought in Robbie Palomini. I'm pretty sure plenty of people know this guy. Went to La Quinta, yeah. played football. Uh, and now you're on your... Your, your health journey, I guess, bro, yeah. I guess I should say. And uh, I think I want to start with that. I want to go back into football, but I, I want to start with that because that's kind of what got me really interested in bringing you in the podcast. So uh, I guess kind of bring us to where you are now with your blog posts. Like, like, you know, talk about blog one, two, three, and four. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, I, so I was pretty much like 265 pounds. I was a football player, uh, played in college, was defensive lineman. And then all of a sudden it came to like this understanding that it was like, I guess it's every lineman's dream, right? Like, oh, I'm going to be skinny. You know, I'm going to lose all this weight whenever football's over, right? Yeah, yeah. So I set all these goals and stuff like that, but in reality I had like no idea how I was going to do it. So I had my, one of my good friends and my boss, you know, he decided to release this blog, his own personal testimony on fasting. And then all of a sudden he was like, dude, the weight just shut off. Like, you know, I, I realized that there's like really no um, bad parts of it in terms of like the performance you know I'm still strong I, I felt mm, great I felt mm-hmm. better actually so I was like all right I'm gonna give this a shot man I've been pretty big my whole life like nothing's ever worked out for me there's not really and a negative in no nah, I mean yeah. honestly dude I can't say that there's a negative other than maybe being hungry but then once you start to eat you're like oh like I said you're full I'm right fine. you're full yeah, 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 yeah. Full. but yeah so then once I, I first lost 30 pounds and I got to 230 and uh that and how like, long was that that was probably over the first two or three months i lost 30 that's pounds bad. that's good which is pretty yeah. considerable and people were shocked right i'm like posting progress pics and it was almost kind of like they were like what like it kind of just came out of nowhere so i'm getting swiped up swiped up dms text messages they want to ask what i'm doing and so i kind of had all this information and so i was like damn well i should make a website make blogs and then i should just give this information to people I mean, I'm an, I mean, so I'm a kinesiology major. I graduated from uh, Azusa Pacific. So now with that background in, in exercise, nutrition, and kind of getting my own little taste of it, I realized that there's a lot of like, the, the, the industry is saturated with a lot of BS, yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. And people are confused, bro. They're, they genuinely want to know what I did because they know that they failed a lot. And I've, I, I've seen on your posts, uh, like you said, like, we are consumers, you consumers, know? Man. So, consumers, so yes. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a business. They want to sell 100%. to you everything, even if it doesn't work. They want to sell to you. And that's one thing too. Is like people hear stuff. They hear stuff about certain products, a supplement, a food, and then yep. basically, I mean, I know, I understand the advertising behind it now is that, well, how is this going to be good for me? That's what we think as the consumer. Yeah. And the company in return will then have the mindset of. Oh, it's good for you for this reason, but it takes a BS statement from some type of article or some type of study, takes it out of context, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, this burns fat. It's like, actually, absolutely not, and if it does, it's probably like this much, and people are taking it to the moon and back, right? Yeah. They just take it out out of control. So in my head, I was like, dude, I have a very simple plan that's actually worked for me. I'm doing it right now. I'm a walking example of it. And I think people took note of that. So I just decided to start releasing this information and how I was doing it. And the first blog came out and it was just kind of blew up. You know, I've all seen you, everyone sharing it, man. Everyone's sharing it, yeah. It's and that's, cool. what, that was, that's what makes you, I guess, it's got to make you want to keep doing it. You have a, a yeah. mad supply of people that yeah. want to hear your story, want to hear about what you're doing. Uh, did you do anything else besides it was fasting like your main change or was there any other changes that got you into your 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of a lot. I mean, it's just, the, the fasting was very simple. But then also, I got to 2.30, and then after that, quarantine hit. Okay. So I was like, oh, kind of gym and everything went away. yeah. So I was like, okay, now I have to really start preparing myself on how I'm going to implement exercise in my home. And then, damn, I'm home all day, so food is literally right next to me. You yes. know, like that can be yes. tempting. Yeah. So I decided to kind of make my window a little smaller. You know, instead of going to an eight-hour window, I did more like four to six-hour window. You know, somewhere be like two to eight eight p.m. And then also, too, I was just doing bodyweight exercises, you know, just trying to do functional stuff, nothing crazy. And uh, also, too, like, at some point, you know, I was, like, legitimately, like, I mean, it's something that I, I'm going to talk about in the blog post, too. But I was just straight up abusing weed, man. I was smoking a lot of mm-hmm. weed. I was overeating a lot of food as a result of that. And I was lazier as a result. Now, I don't have anything against weed anymore. I mean, it's just the fact that I was abusing it so much that I was kind of couldn't get out of my own way. I've had the you same know? problem, and I think I think there's a lot of bullshit out there about weed that there's yeah. no cons from it. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, that's a defense mechanism. Exactly, man. right? From the stoner, yeah. Yep, and I used to have the same exact mindset. Like, oh, well, I can get all my stuff done, and, you know, I'm healthy, I exercise, and I do all this stuff. It's like, okay, but can you do it as good as if you were just sober? Yes. In the moment. Exactly. You, know, you can be fully present. You can exactly. be fully engaged. And that's why I think sometimes, man, it's like, especially in Cali, bro, we really do, like, we make we make being addicted to weed, like, a super normal thing. But I think being addicted yeah. to anything still is not good. Not really. good, right? Yeah, and that's one yeah. thing, too. I mean, everything in moderation, right? Yeah, Whether exactly. it be your food, whether it be how you be on your phone, whether it be, um, you know, drinking, whether it be smoking, anything, dude. Everything's got to be in moderation. So, like, of course, like... Me, it's like, okay, I gotta, you know, I don't really drink that much. So my mindset was then like, okay. That's how I am too. I don't drink much. I don't drink that much. That's cool. That's not too bad yeah. of an issue. So my mindset was like, okay, well, now I have to make smoking similar to how I drink, right? So if I only just drink, you know, once every two weeks, maybe with my friends, that's going to be how I have to smoke because clearly mm. I've abused it so bad that I need to find a new normal. Yeah. You know, yeah, right? Yeah, so exactly. that, that played a big factor, man. So like, and of course too, like. Not gonna lie, I was definitely having that kind of withdrawal symptoms where I was like, I want to smoke, right? So I was like, what do you do? Stay busy, man. And that's what's crazy too, man. Thank you for speaking on that because a lot of people act like there's no withdrawal or anything from being uh, somebody who's an addict because you are addicted, bro. People act like you're not addicted, but you are. If you're smoking every fucking day, basically all day, that's an addiction for sure. Yeah. Um, But me, me, for my adjustment, was definitely like, I don't smoke wax at all. I don't take dabs because I think that Same. slows yeah. you the fuck down. Yeah. And weed, like flour, I smoke that very, not minimally. I smoke it very minimally. And then the only thing I smoke usually is like a pen. Just because I don't really, I don't smell. I don't really get yeah. that high. It's just like a little boost, you know? No doubt. And so that's kind of like, like you said, you kind of make those new normals and I had to readjust myself. And the pen too, and that's one thing that's like, that becomes such a convenience because there's no smell, because you can whip it out of your pocket right quick, yeah. right? That becomes such a hard thing. So it's like, we, the world we live in is about convenience, right? Yeah. And it's like, damn, we have to be disciplined. Like, we really do got to like right be disciplined. It's right there so easy. Yeah. yeah, it's on us, and that's why. But that's, I mean, dude, people are addicted to a lot of things. I mean, like, it's just, you just, because it's not a substance, doesn't mean that, you know, you're not, an, like, everyone has their problems, and I had to yeah. realize, like, this is something I kind of fell into. And also, too, I just was like, I need to head in a direction where I'm being productive, man. Like, I just got out of college. 
I'm trying to make a website. I'm trying to make blogs. I'm trying to sound like an intelligent person. And I'm like, I can't be telling people how to be living a healthy life while I'm smoking weed every day. Well, I'm bullshitting. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I can't be a bullshitter straight up. So once I kind of take that into consideration, I was just like, all right, man. Like, you got to really, if you want to walk, if you want to talk the talk, you better walk the walk, man. Yeah, do, yeah. yeah do as you say. So. And, and so, so did cutting back on the weed as well help you with your weight loss? Yeah, I mean, 100%. It's not even that I felt like I hey, it was like, oh, I'm hyper hungry. It was just the late time snacking, bro, was just like out the window. Like, I was just like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't feel like I need to have a bowl I'm of cereal. I'm not even that hungry. I'm not tired. Even. I'm cool. Yeah. So that exactly. was the biggest thing, too. Like, it was like the little bit of stuff that I would sneak in because I know it was because of the munchies. I was able to cut that out, and then all of a sudden, the results started to progress further. So yeah. once I hit 2.30, I hit quarantine, and then after that, I was still smoking for the first half of that, pretty much, honestly. And then for the past month, I've just blocked it out. And you know, just... I really just decided, like, okay, I need to straight up cut this out, like... You went from 80% to 110%. Yeah, Okay, now I'm fully in. Yeah, so that's why once I saw that happen, I really did make a serious change. You know, I was able to lose another 15 pounds additionally. And then not only that, man, I'm just like, what can I be doing to be more more productive, right? How can I be more efficient? Yeah, yeah. And damn, when you kind of start realizing that, you're like, okay, weed's not bad, but... I can understand why I need to do it on the weekend, on a Saturday night when I have no responsibilities because to me, I feel like there's always something I could be doing to progress myself, to be learned. I read a book, dude, right? I mean, exactly, picking yeah. up the Bible, or you can do that in the morning, right? Like, there's I find something. ways. It's yeah. not going to keep your mind occupied other than trying to be distracted, right? Exactly, like your so, phone or whatever, something that's yeah. not even, you're just kind of, you're sitting there and like you said, you're a consumer you said that on your blog post. You're just a consumer just bullshitting. There's yeah. nothing going anywhere. And, and like that's what I do. I listen to... Or, oh, I have it right here, actually. The Jordan Peterson book. I'm, I've oh, just nice. got back into reading it. And I, I I was like halfway through it. And right. I stopped reading for like a year. So I just restarted it. And I'm back reading it. So I'm, I'm trying to do that same thing. Just always kind of just benefiting yourself a little bit. Yeah, your dude. wisdom, your totally. physical, whatever, spiritual, uh, whatever it is. And I, I want to... In football, you're a defensive lineman, right? right. Did you... Did you feel like it was almost like the thing to do in football, especially as a lineman, to eat a lot of food? Like, was <laughs> that like the fucking thing, you know? Yeah, like, dude, it's very, it's such a tough line. Cause like once I started fasting, obviously I was eating like three to four meals a day with being a defense lineman. I had to maintain size, right? I had to be big enough to be able to. Yeah, yeah. And that is true to a certain point, man. Those are some 300 pound tackles. I'm you gotta to have some weight on you, You bro. gotta got be able you. to, you know, uh, to be able to supply the power, right? But at the same time, the one thing I realized too is I've always played my best when I'm lighter. You know? You get a little quicker. It's all, yes, 100%. Yeah. Like fast twitch and that ability to not feel like. I mean, just imagine this. You're, you're, you're probably like maybe 5 or 10 pounds stronger on a max. But guess what? I'm going to throw a 20 pound vest on you and you do it. Go do yeah. whatever. And you'll realize it's like, wow, dude. And then you take it, take it off and then you're like, holy crap, I feel great. You know, you're like, that's just like a night and day difference, right? Yeah, so yeah. losing that 10 or 15 pounds sometimes was the difference in, you know, that shoelace tackle, you know, that I missed into an actual confirmed tackle for loss, uh-huh. right? Like that's the yeah. difference right there. So it's been hard too because when I wasn't as educated with fasting and I was just starting on my own, all my boys in the D-line were like, yeah, dude, I don't want to do fasting because like, you know, I guess I just, I don't want to lose this mass or the size, but now the research indicates that that's not true at all. As long as you're working out th- at least three times a week and you're just supplying yourself with just a little bit of protein. But like I said, dude, I've lost 50 pounds and I can tell you this, uh, I don't think I'm weaker, you know, yeah, like straight exactly. up, dude, it feels and, great to be light. And most people, 
overeat, bro. Like Americans in general, as a population, we overeat, and so, so fasting, honestly, it kind of puts us back to what we should be eating. I mean, yes, right, and you gotta think, okay. I am not promoting fasting with any bias, okay? Because guess what? There's no company that's tied to intermittent fasting, right? Like that has a, a product as a result yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. There's no nothing to consume as a result. In fact, you're consuming less. Yeah. Right. So really, in reality, no one wants to tie to fasting because it means that you're not consuming their product for a larger portion of the day. Exactly. You're right? like, okay, I'm good. I don't want to eat. I don't need nothing for right? this. Right? They're this like, no, 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 no. You need my product. You let me tell you why you uh, need it. Right? And then you that's need when, 17 meals a yeah. day. Like, get the fuck out of <laughs> here. When bro. people say, you know, when I see this stuff, like, oh, I got to eat every three to four hours, and I'm like, your body is constantly just working on just. Just digesting your food, dude. It's like exhausting. And imagine doing that for years and years and years. Your body never has a break. And that's why they show inflammation is one of the big... Because your body will start to uh, release insulin usually. I believe that's the hormone um, in order to kind of help the response associated with digesting food. And so when you start to... Your body starts to inflame internally. And that happens over time. It's called chronic systemic inflammatory response so mm-hmm. basically your body's just kind of always blown up internally yeah. and that can lead to cancer that can lead to diabetes that can lead to uh heart disease all this other stuff and i'm like damn bro we're promoting like all this stuff that was just bad shitty yeah you know it's bad right i mean there's been dudes and i read a, a a book about a guy who literally went to this to the amazon or the forest or something like that cancer at 40 days fasting wrote a book in the meantime right? i had a total spiritual connection in the meantime like totally was like mentally dialed in and beat cancer now unfortunately actually like two weeks ago he he got cancer again twice and he, he passed away oh it's spread uh, yeah r.i.p yeah it's, it's a really great book yeah. and i recommend any dude out there it's you know hard times create strong men that's the name of the book uh-huh. and damn man this book gave me a philosophy on how to live my life as a man bro yeah. like, and he basically takes the history the biological aspect of how men have always survived here on earth in order to show what our true destiny is and also too it's great time it talks about how you can make your woman more happier Hey man, women love a man that it can do this. Women love a man that has a sense of confidence, or you know, that works hard, yeah, has exactly. passion, That's and a gets the job done. Goes, yes, yeah. right. He's the producer yeah. for the family, right? I mean, and what point, we realize yeah. too, I mean, I'm sure some, maybe some people would disagree, but the book says too that's like, a woman who takes a man's role, she may be cool with it for a little while, but then she'll realize how unhappy she is when she comes home from work and husband is on the couch just chilling. Right, and she's like, "What the? I'm in like, I, I'm in the wrong position right What's now." What's going on? Like, yeah, like, yeah. you're get your ass up. You should be going to work, right? Exactly. Like, you should be providing. Yeah. I'm providing. Yeah, like, exactly. And I think too, that's the natural response of our bodies. We know, you know, what we're spo- what our roles are on this earth in terms of man and woman, and you know. Well, have you ever listened to Jordan Peterson? I actually am not. But okay, I, dude, well, there's so Jordan, many books after Jordan me. Peterson. He's like a psychologist, and that's. Well, actually, he spoke on it in Joe Rogan, actually. Joe Rogan was a big... He's, he said we're always... There's a lot of men that are living in... Uh, I forgot what it, what it's called. Like, basically, uh, it was almost like quiet chaos or something like that. Like, you're always trying to figure out yeah. like what your destiny, what you're supposed to do. Because, like, I feel like men always feel... Not, not that it's not women, but... But like men, like like you said, we're providers. Like, you gotta, you gotta feel like you're always stepping up. You're always doing something. Yeah. When you're not, that shit, like... Kills you, bro. Absolutely. It kills you and kills your 100%. confidence, everything. I think, too, man, it's like a man that's busy, you know, sometimes he might be struggling, but it just time flies because he's just working, right? It's just our nature. 
But yeah. we can get so like I think our mental state can be really affected when we don't have a sense of purpose. Yes. Or passion, right? Yes. We gotta have pa- we gotta have a purpose, bro. If you have no purpose, bro, you feel like you're worthless. You know, like, what am I here for? Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. And you gotta have a purpose, man. And if that's working at freaking McDonald's or Walmart or whatever, there's no shame in that, man, because you're still grinding. Like, hey, I'm working every day to provide for myself or for so and so or you know, so I could do this for myself, right? Yeah, so this yeah. is a stepping block, right? You always have to have a purpose. Yeah. And a guy who doesn't have that, it's just like, damn, then what are you doing here, man? And that could that could jack you up mentally, really. Yeah, and and that's like, and you also got to understand your purpose, understand that there are steps to that journey. Like you right. said, like if you're working at McDonald's, whatever, like that's not that it's a bad thing. No shame, bro. And if if, if that's a, a step up from where you just were at, obviously, bro, you're, you you had no job up. and now you got a job. Yeah. Damn, man, that's a whole lot better exactly. than being a nobody and doing exactly. nothing, right? Yeah. It's all about the approach, right? It's the half glass half full approach rather than half yeah. empty, half full, right? Yeah. And that is a big deal how you look at things. I've seen right. Just you know, in in my own life, bro. I, if I look at things real shitty, my life sucks. Yeah. I hate everything, you know. And then yeah. when I look at things good, I wake up, I'm like. Damn, bro, I got two beautiful kids. Yeah. I, I right. you know, I'm alive. I'm enjoying life. Exactly. I work. I Me do too. a podcast. Totally. I feel good. You know, it's like everything's pretty cool. We've all had the mornings, right, where we get up and bad mood, and yeah. it just sets the tone, right? It just sets the tone for the yeah, day, right? Yeah. Oh, bad morning. It just spills over into the rest of the day. But damn, when we have a good morning, it just seems like the ball is rolling, right? Exactly. It just seems like, yeah. hey, man, there's just so much more to go from here, so... Especially when I'm when I'm like I gotta get in that I have to remind myself like hey man this is gonna be what you make it you know it's all about your mindset you yeah. control you control this right yeah. so I try to remind myself about that but in reality too it's kind of hard because I have to speak from an honest perspective I've never had a mental illness I've never suffered from depression and I don't have like clinical anxiety or anything like that yeah. I do have my struggles but I've never been clinically diagnosed with any of that so it's like hard for me to say. Oh, well, just think more positively, right? You know, because sometimes yeah. we know that there's a science behind it. And there's, there's obviously, know? there is, uh, you know, clinical, you know, but I think there's a lot of people that you have a point where you have down days and it, it is depression, but there's a, like you, like you, you played football, you go to the gym, so you have ways to handle it in your head, you know, like, like you have ways to handle those bad days. And some people yeah. that didn't have any, any sort of organized sports or any right. routine, like they don't have any way to handle it. And then that's why they go to the doctor and then they get yeah. prescribed this bullshit that makes yeah. you more depressed. But that's a whole other story that right. I'm not even a doctor. Right. I don't even know. You know, I mean, yeah. you know but 100%, yeah. like the, the industry as a whole, the whole health industry is jacked, right? It's like this circle yeah. of just like, we're in that, what is it, that, like, that little mice or the little rat or hamster in the cage is just spinning in circles, exactly, right? Exactly, It's yeah. almost like we're going nowhere. Like, in fact, it's going worse. Obesity goes up. Depression's going up, right? All this stuff, it's because I think that we're just, the industry's doing it all wrong. And I guess, like, with my my page or whatever that I make for blogs, like, Fitness Rebels, like, I stand against what most people stand for because clearly whatever they're doing... It's not working. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's not yeah, working, right? Exactly. So, I mean, that's why I'm trying to figure out, you know, where do I stand in all of this, right? I mean, I just graduated as a kinesiology major, you know. And what's your I... goal, bro? What's your goal from here on? Because I know you got your blog and you got your website and, and you just started it. And you just started, I think, what, a couple weeks ago? And yeah, it just kind of like took ago. off, dude, actually. Yeah. It's kind of everywhere now. What... What, what What's your plan with it? Or what's your plan what, career-wise? Well, okay, so before whole COVID, all that stuff happened, man. I was just basically like, all right, I'm going to be a strength coach. I want to work with athletes. I want to uh-huh. work with high school athletes primarily because I think that there's, I mean, we had, we had some great coaches too, man. We had some great coaches uh-huh. in high school at LQ. 
Um, you know, Coach Flo is someone that immediately comes to mind. You know, Coach Flores was like someone amazing for me. You call and him so, Coach Flo? Coach Flo. Coach Flo. I yeah. Know, I don't even and know so, that nickname. That's a <laughs> yeah, nickname. but Coach Flo comes to my mind, and I really think about it too. Like I, I had a really good father who taught me some good principles about you know how to work hard, have a work ethic. But hey, man, like there's a lot, a lot of kids out there who don't have dads. They don't have guidance, right? And the best thing they can have is a good coach. Yeah. So I realized I'm like, damn, I'm really here trying to impact lives. So how can I imply my education as a kin major? into affecting young men's lives, right? To make them productive members of society. Uh, yeah. so, Give them some sort of good influence. Yeah, dude, exactly. Hey, man, you may not play football forever, but damn, you at least will treat your woman, right? At least you'll have some sense of value, some morals, yes, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's all I really wanted to wish for. But now I'm realizing, too, it's just like, well, all the athletes are uh, locked up, right? The schools aren't open right now. The, que- the future is questionable. So now it's just like, okay, well, I'm going to just do my best to do some online training and stuff like that through whatever, Provide some more knowledge through blogs, yeah. right? Continue to get people's trust. That hey, man, exactly. I'm not trying to scam you. I'm not trying to take anything from you, like some evil marketer. I'm just trying to show you that I care. Like I genuinely care. I'm here to provide, uh, promote change, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, exactly. You know? You're just giving out information, bro. You're just giving out your time. That's Literally, what that's hey, same as you, right? Yeah, I mean, you're just, bro. That's and I appreciate it too, bro. Because me, there's people like me who are trying to promote change, and then you have people like you who have a platform to allow these people to speak on. Yeah, that's right? what I want. That's all I, mean, I want to do. That's it's like a ping pong match, right? Yeah. Like you provide, they hit back, and then it just goes back and forth, right? So yeah. that's why we I help each other, basically. Exactly, obviously. bro. Which is why I have to say, I'm genuinely, I, I'm so honored to be on the podcast, bro. I mean, we're, it's all about I'm spreading the positivity you, and spreading all that yeah. information. So, yeah, but like I said, it's just kind of like the, the future is so questionable. I'm just like, hey, man, I'm gonna approach every day with a good mindset, and we'll see where it takes me, man. Yeah, you just know, pivot with the. The day, I guess. Hey, dude, you know, it'll figure itself out. If I work hard, if I'm smart, if I continue to just be educated on myself, then it'll figure itself out. I I saw you speak a little bit on your time in football, um, in college football, and playing at Azusa Pacific, I think, right? You play, yeah. And then you play, do you play G, JC too, right? You play yeah, so I play at College of the Desert here in the Coachella okay. Valley. Okay, and... Yeah, yeah. And what would you what would you pass along to a high school? And I, I ask this to every college as, athlete I have in my podcast just because I think it's important because a lot right. of people don't get the right guidance going out right. of high school. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of people don't know shit. You know, you, 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 your your parents don't know, and a lot of coaches don't have any idea either. No you doubt. know, but I, no what doubt. would you pass along to a high school athlete that wants to take it to the next level and maybe? How do they get themselves out there? Like, what what do they do to to, to you know, make it where they have the best opportunity to play. Because I know college, a lot of people can play, actually. There's a lot of No, there's a lot of people that can play, but it's usually not the reason why they don't play. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and the one thing, dude, and I'll tell you this, man, going to junior college and, like, being here at College of the Desert was really a blessing, man, because I watched so many guys who made some, like, serious sacrifice to leave their home on the East Coast, Wisconsin, Florida, freaking... Anywhere you name it, any state, they came to Cali mm. to play ball, right? Because Cali's got the good, great JUCO system, just right? Where they just have athletes. so many options, right? Yeah. And so I had to realize, I was like, damn, well, I'm at home living with my mom, so that's cool, you know, but I'm going into a apartment with, like, legit, like, three or four dudes in each room, right? It's just, they're just crammed in there. They're making a sacrifice right now. They have really no money. They're coming to play ball, right? Yeah. But... The sacrifice they make is not worth it if they're not willing to make that sacrifice in the classroom as well. I mean, when it comes down to it, you don't got the grades. I don't. You can't play. The school will intervene at some point and say this guy is ineligible. 
And that's it's a heartbreaker, bro. It's yeah. a heartbreaker. You're like, yeah. as a team, you know how much you need this guy. But also, too, you know the sacrifice he had to make in order to get here. And you're like, damn, man, the grades thing, too. And that's why you, I think it's just like, hey, man, I appreciate that you're a good player. And I see what you have to offer. But if you're not getting it done in the classroom, dude, like, it's just the system now. You can't even make it on the field. You can't make it on the field, bro. So it doesn't even matter. Straight up. So now when I consider that, it's just like, hey, man, handle your shit in the classroom and be dedicated to practice, right? I mean, if you can, and then only that, too, if you don't have a future career as an NFL player or, you know, just a, whatever, a professional player at any level, right? Mm -hmm. You can still carry your knowledge in the classroom and try to carry it into your career, elsewhere right yeah, exactly. and that's so hard bro i just i feel for guys when football is everything for them not because i don't think that it's like a disappointment but it's just like you gotta have a plan man you know you gotta have a plan b a b and then yeah. a c probably just really thinking about that a lot too right yeah. have options for yeah. yourself and when you only commit yourself to be an athlete i just it just really i think you just end up so disappointed and all of that you feel lost and that was my thing too once i finished this past year as a senior, I just graduated. I'm going to finish my all four years of being a college athlete. You know, I did one year at junior college and then three years at a four-year university. And my thing was like, dude, my identity since I was 10 years old was being an athlete. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm 10 years old. I was been, I've been an athlete. I've been recognized as a football player ever since yeah, exactly, then. Exactly, yeah. Now, who are you? What am I? What am I? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like, stop telling me what you're going to do. Tell me who you're going to be. Right? So, I was like, okay, I have to make an image for myself. So, the first start, the first step started with me just losing weight. Right? I got to, if I, if I know all this information, I should apply it. Right? And I should lose yeah, weight. Right? Yeah. I mean, you got a major, you got a degree. Right? Like, apply it. Kind of so. may, it may, the first person you can make a difference in is yourself. Yeah, so right? there you go. And if I could show that whatever it is I'm preaching is affecting me, then Hopefully, with the right coaching mind and coaching in mind, yeah. I can apply that to anybody. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, did you? So I know you said you obviously never been clinically depressed or anything, but did you ever feel, obviously, like right after college, bro? Once it was over, once you're like, all right, I'm not an athlete anymore. Was there ever a moment where you felt like, fuck? You know, like, cause yeah. like, and, and, and maybe not for a long time, but you know, like even for a day or two, was there like a damn? I don't know what the fuck I am. I don't and like you just were saying, but. But did you ever feel down or was it like, nah, I kind of yeah. already, you were prepared. You already knew, okay, well, this is going to end at some well, point. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate, okay, because not many guys were in the situation I was in, but I was the intern for a head strength and conditioning coach at Azusa Pacific. So I told okay. him that once I started, once my spring semester hit and football was done for me and I was just a student, I told him I want to come intern for you and I want to help you out because I needed to get an internship done. And I was like, I want to be a strength conditioning coach. Who better to freaking intern for it than my own strength coach at my own school, right? Yeah. So, and then fortunately, when you have a 100-man roster, uh, you know, for at least Azusa did, and we have one strength coach, and he's responsible for acro and tumbling, volleyball, basketball, women's basketball, um, oh. baseball, whatever. The list goes on and on, right? Like, yeah. I just couldn't believe that, the, and I, you know, that our school didn't provide more resources for him to be a little bit more, you know, more micromanager, right? Like, yeah. Hey, so exactly. I was pretty much one of his, like, his two or three interns, and he allowed me to run the speed and agility portion for the football players on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it literally would just be me out there, they would just see that they're old bud, you know. Just out there, there. the homies. And it was cool, too, because at least I had some respect for them. Because, like, this past year, my last year, I was, like, the team captain. So I did have a sense of respect between the team. They knew that I was a, you know, I was kind of a leader. And I was like, hey, man, like, now i got to prove to these dudes that I, I, 
this is I know this right. I'm not yeah. just reading the script. I actually understand it, and I know how to coach them. When they ask me a question, I can explain right, exactly. why they're doing it. I can't just be like, yeah, just uh, do that five times. You know, you gotta Easy. be able to. Yeah, coach, you're talking right? to grown men. You're talking right, grown exactly. Men. So then I had to prove to all my boys that I cared about that. Hey, man, this is not just some intern. You know, like I truly, really do kind of know what I'm talking about. And what was great too is like I didn't feel like I was distanced from the team because I was with them all week. Yeah, you know, and then yeah. of course I didn't run the weight room and stuff like that because I would just be along my strength coach and he would take that. But damn, it was just like damn, I'm out here with my boys, you know, and I'm in, I'm just. You know, telling them to bust their ass, dude. I'm getting, I'm yelling at them, but I'm being super encouraging at the same time because I know, and I know all their names, right? I know all of them personally. I've gotten to take travel trips with these guys, so it was like, <laughs> damn, cool. I'm not an athlete anymore, but dude, it's really cool to be out here with my brothers, you yeah, know, really yeah. and truly. And I'm sure you know too, being a football player, like the travel trips, being in the locker room, just all the other it's stuff. A different experience, man. It's a Once total a, different experience. It's one of a kind, you know. Like you can't even. You can't even explain right. the brotherhood too much, especially, bro, especially, and I don't know about college ball, it's gotta be pretty crazy, but I remember Friday nights, bro, you're walking out to the band, fucking just going, and then you get in the tunnel. Drum line, get to the yeah, tunnel, for dude, kids, bro. And then you yeah. fucking, you run out, and the yeah. crowd's yelling, bro, it's, it's yeah. It's what an cool, awesome man. feeling, yeah. man, and that's one thing, too, I, I saw this stat just this morning, it was like two, two months ago, 7.3% of high school football players will make it to the next level. D1, D2, D3, NAI, whatever. Uh-huh. That's rare, man. That's rarity. So you may never play football for the rest of your life. So if you're in high school, man, the one recommendation I have is enjoy it, man. Yeah. Enjoy it, bro. Yeah. Because I got to junior college, and honestly, man, and I'm sure you can speak from you know from the own uh, reputation surrounding College of the Desert, like, oh, you're going to get washed up here in the valley. You're going to get stuck. You know, COD is exactly. not what you're... You just go anywhere You're but see here forever. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be here in the valley anymore, especially as a valley kid growing up, right? Yeah. And I came into my freshman year, and I was like three days in, dude, and I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit junior college ball three days in, but I had a great coach, Coach uh, Darren Seymour, man. He's my D line coach, and he kept me in, man. He was just like, I could, I liked him, so I was like, you know what, dude? I'm not gonna be the guy that says I'm better than this, and then not prove that I'm better than this. You know, mm, like I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah, I'm going to freaking prove yeah. to everybody that doubted me. You know, like I freaking talked to these schools throughout my senior year and they never hit me back. That I'm so, a fucking college athlete. No, nah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So I was just like, eh, you know, right. I was yeah, just like, you take yeah. that or whatever. So then I was just, and I had to realize too, it was like, dude, this was going to be hard. Like this is going to be hard. The, the stats, the data, it's against you. You know, you really have to be, you have to really follow the line in order to make it to college ball. So once I made it to Azusa, man, to play ball in Southern Cal and I only had an hour and a half away from home, I was very, very fortunate for that. Like, I genuinely, like... That's pretty cool, So sick, because, you know, since USC, University of San... It's like UC... As University of San Diego, they have have a program, and then you have Stanford, and then you got UCLA, and then, like, they're all D1 schools, but if you don't want to go D1, hey, man, you got Azusa Pacific as a Division Two and... A great program, dude. I just my coaching staff treated me right, and so I'm very fortunate because they prepared me like, hey man, there's only like maybe one dude who will get a shot at a combine or a trial. So make so, a plan, bro. Yeah. Make a plan. So like I said, the date is against you, man. So have a backup plan. This yeah. Is to, right. So and that's what prepared me, man. I, I got to give a lot of thanks to my coaches because without them, I definitely wouldn't yeah. have had that preparation thing kind of happening simultaneously. As I was trying to finish out college. And that obviously, like I asked you, but I kept you from getting in that 
that down point, you already had a plan. Once football yeah. was over, you're like, all right, I'm going to coach. And right, that's how it's got to be. Sorry, I'm ready to go, bro. There's no the ground stopping. Hit yeah. the ground running, right? That yeah. was my whole mindset, too. And that's why I just, I, I if you, and I, that's what, it's hardest for the high school players, man. The high school players, and that's why, because I still remember to this day, Friday Night Lights was everything. You it think was you're everything. Everything. Like you, you are the you're so guy, big. right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right? You just think you're the hot shit, right? You just yes, think, right? Bro. Yes. And then all of a sudden, that's taken away from you, and you're like, wow, well, uh, what am I going to do? You know, like, okay. this, all these plans fell through, and, like, now I have to go to school, just school? Like, and then you realize the academic portion is actually way harder in college than it is in high school. You're like, yeah. damn, this is not really. And that's why I have to say, prepare yourself for that. At least expect it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like getting flacked in the back of the neck, right? You like, if you if you expect it, you're like, all right, I took it. But then when something comes back and just whops you, dude, you're like, hell, dude, you're right? all surprised. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, at least know what's coming for you, man, because the world's vicious, dude. It'll eat you up and spit you yeah, out. Yeah, and that's the best thing to just say. Like, being a high school athlete and then having to, once you're out of high school, like you said, the world will just eat you the fuck up, dude. And and if you let it do it, it will, bro. And it won't let Stay you down. back up. It'll just keep yeah. running you And that's what I like how you said that. It won't let you. But that's the thing, too, is, like, you can, deter, you can determine whether or not that happens. Exactly. You can exactly. make that mindset that I'm not going to let myself just suffer. Like, I, and that's one thing, too, throughout this whole COVID thing. I'm like... I'm not going to like let this be the worst time of my life. I'm yeah. not gonna let that be the worst time of my life. I'm gonna find a way to be productive and still make it happen and like just excel my career. In fact, well, it, it sounds selfish, but while people are going here, I hope that I'm going here, right? Like, yeah, I, you know, at you least I want to be different. Yes, hundred percent. If you don't want to be different, then I'm like, well, I mean, I'm different from a lot of people, right? I have a natural leadership mentality, so it's like hard for me to like not judge based on that. But I'm like, hey, man, you got to be different some way. Otherwise, yeah. you're just in a crowd of people. Make your own route. Make, make your, your own, own route, path, dude, bro. right? You're making a podcast. You're making a website. You're making blogs, whatever the case something, may be. Something, yeah. Do something to make yourself yeah. different. And if, you're, if, and if you start realizing there's people in your route that are doing it the right way, there's no shame in taking the little hints and tips from other people like that. Yeah, there's room that. for you to... There, there's space, bro, like, like podcasts or the fitness industry. There's always space for someone else to make it, you yes. know? Like, so if you have something you, you, you like, you enjoy... Don't get all deterred because there's somebody else bigger than you, you know? 100%. I got the Joe Rogan experience. That's my favorite podcast. Bro, I, I'm never going to be there. I'll never be at eight, <laughs> never be at eight million <laughs> subscribers, bro. But I'm not hating on it, dude. No, I'm no. not going to stop, dude. Hey, and that's the one thing, too. I, I, I really do like Joe. Too. You know why people like Joe? Because he provides such diversity. Right? He talks to anybody and everybody. Anybody, and he'll listen. He listens. He takes it. And not only that, like you realize, too, when you listen to him, He's a pretty smart dude because he's listened to a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he's taking a lot of stuff, and it's like a book, right? I may not agree with everything in the book. I'll take this stuff. But I'll read all this stuff, and I'll put it all together to make me, you know, how it fits yeah. and molds into my own personal life, right? So, when you consider it, I, I think the podcasts are great, too. And I just saw, too, like, he's now with Spotify and stuff like that. I saw this yesterday. Yeah, like just he just made that big move. contract. Yeah. I don't right? know how much it is, but I bet it's a big I mean, dude, big the money. dude's... The dude's got it all figured out. He's got dude. UFC. He's got all the other stuff. So, bro, Spotify went up. The stock, mm -hmm. the stock went up ten percent yesterday just because of that. Just because he signed with Spotify, the stock went up ten percent, bro. Damn, Literally dude. just for him. I feel signing. like though it's it's like do you know, like everyone knows who Joe Rogan is, right? Yeah. And you know why? Because he is just like I think he he treats people right. 
right? He knows how to, to engage with people, right? That's yeah. the best thing that's going down, right? People with us being so much tied to our phones, we don't know how to have a general conversation like that. I can go back. A three-hour podcast that he has, like, they're like, how can you do that for three hours? But it's because he's genuine. He knows how to just let it flow, right? And he's that's not what, forcing anything. Not forcing any of that information. So that's why when I look at him and I see how... And that's what I loved it too. I don't know if you watched the Justin Gaethje fight with Ferguson. Yeah. Five yeah. rounds, right? Justin Gaethje gave it to Ferguson. And then after that, he goes up to hug Ferguson, get Justin Gaethje does, and he pushes him away. Ferguson got all And then after that, you could hear Gaethje said, hey man, being an asshole gets you nowhere in life. Yeah. It's like, wow. And did you see Ferguson hug him after that? And then he got, yes, yeah, right? Yeah, and then they right. made those ties. And it's like, and I think that's why when I listened, I was like, wow, that's deep, bro. Very one-liner type of, you know, just simple. But it's but just knowledge. It's like, you could, that's, okay, fuck. Yeah, and that's why I realized, too, man, people love an authentic, genuine person who treats them right. Yeah. Right? And what yeah. is Joe, Joe doesn't get on people. He doesn't, like, bash on them. He doesn't get either. on them, but he is real. Like, so he's he, real if he disagrees, it. he will ask you. And he won't, like, go after you, but he'll yeah. ask you, like, why do you think that? Or, yeah. Or, you know. I, yes, he'll let, he'll listen first. Exactly. Listen first, and then he's exactly. like, okay, now I'm formulating my argument because I'm starting to see how you're like totally on this path and I think I'm over here. But I do like the fact that he has the ability. I mean, he's a talker, but he will listen. Yes. He, and that's important too, man. Like, especially me. I mean, I've been talking for the majority of this podcast already. But, well, you know, you the know. whole point of my podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's also in a general conversation. You can't be bombarding your way through allowing people to feel like they can just openly say what they need to say. Yeah. Right? You're and supposed so. to be able to tell your story. You don't want me just to interrupt every time you're Yeah, right? So like, it's all about balance, right? Yeah. Active engagement, but not not doing too much of that. You know, where you're just kind of like, okay, I just can't get a word in with this guy. So I'm going to just stick. Uh, you know, right? Exactly. Uh, Speaking of engagement, how can people engage with you, bro? How can they find you on Instagram? How can they find your website? What's your What's your guys' All right, so your... pretty much, if you go on, oh, so it's going to be trainingrebels.squarespace.com. That's my website, okay? Now, there's nothing really on the website other than my contact information and my blogs. Um, but I do have, a, right now, four blogs. The first three were on intermittent fasting, and I just kind of talked about in little pieces about my 30, my, my 50 pound journey, you know, how yeah. I made that happen. And I, one also is about the facts. Okay. Took a book that's very reputable. And I was like, this is the facts. Okay. So if you don't believe me, take this. Right. And then after that, my whole thing was like, okay, well I released it this morning too. It's like, if you don't have a strong mental foundation, a mental base and a good mentality, sense of uh, mindset, then I don't think that you're ready to make a physical change. So yeah. that's why it was like, okay, I, I did promote fasting first, but now I got to really tell them how important it is to understand your motivational factors, right? Understand what makes you go, exactly. right? We're all different, right? I mean, we should be all different. I mean, that's how, you know, that's how God made us, right? So that's why I think about that a lot. I'm like, okay, how can I help them? So basically today, I just kind of gave you guys a 16 personality test. I don't know if you've taken it before, but basically, not. yeah, it's a, it's a test right there at the end of the blog. You just click on the link and I'll tell you there's 16 personalities and it literally, bro, it's just crazy how it dives into you. You answer this questionnaire or whatever. It tells uh -huh. you, I mostly agree with this. I least agree with this. And it gives you this full in-depth thing about who you are as a person, your strengths, your weaknesses, your relationship skills, you know, what you, you know, dude, it's just, it's kind of kind of what, just you're all around. Yeah, and that's why, are. too, I, I give that because I, if we're talking about motivational factors, you should know what drives you, you know, so I kind of included that. So the next few times, the next few blogs, blog posts will be on that. And then on Instagram, I'm on uh, my ad is at Paulamini underscore ninety nine. It's gonna be P O L I 
and the N I and all that people ties people up. Hey, thank you for shouting me out today and Bro. saying my name right. People get all Palomino, they'll go. I did. I, I almost <laughs> posted it right. I almost posted a story, and I had to go back to your. I had to delete the story. I had to go to your Instagram. Make sure your name. <laughs> it was the last name I thought it was, and I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm like, dude, dude, dude. people get so tongue twisted yeah. on their last name sometimes. But yeah, shout out to you for shouting me out on the on IG. So yeah, so Palomini underscore ninety nine on Instagram, and then Palomini underscore sixty six on Twitter. Gotcha. And of course, if you just go to my website, I have all my contact information there. I really do appreciate the feedback i'm sure like you do you want to know what you could do better you want to yes, know yes. what you could talk about so if anyone here reads my blog i want them if you tell me my blog sucks i promise you will not be offended because i think that there's probably a few people maybe hopefully just a few but they that, that think that way right yeah, and yeah, if yeah. i'm about growth process right growth mindset I should be willing to listen well, to Well, bro, that. you're going to leave a few behind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, that's the hard part. Can't make everyone happy, but I can at least try. Yeah. You know, yeah. right, in reality, that's the way I see it. So I appreciate the feedback, too. I appreciate you know. coming on, man. I, I'm sure you'll be on again. I, uh, I look forward I hope, to it. I hope when you you figure out where your next step is with this, this whole blog, because I, I think you obviously got something here. You get you get a lot of feedback. You got a lot of people following your shit. So yeah. uh when you get on that next step and, and you're going on your next journey, bro, let me know and let's, Absolutely, let's do another bro. podcast. Appreciate you, Episode bro. Thank 36. You. Shout out.